I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Hey, Jen. Hey, Danita. I decided last year that I was no longer going to buy pants ever again. I decided I was moving to Costa Rica and I'm, I was adamant I'm never buying pants again. That was my stance. No pants stance, specifically jeans. I'm like, I do not need jeans in my life. I decided it because you can't wear jeans in Costa Rica. It's like so hot. So specifically, no jeans. Got it. A lot of people wear jeans in Costa Rica. I decided I was not. But you're not into the jeans and I get it. So that was my stance. No pants stance. We came back from Costa Rica and we've decided to stay till after Christmas because our kids, Hardy really loves hockey and Lakey really loves skiing. So we're going to give them like a big family Christmas with snow and all the like bells and whistles, all the stuff. You love Christmas decorating. And I do love Christmas decorating. I have the three trees up already. We're going to cut down some more trees, have a big wiener roast and a big in the forest and all this stuff. I actually want to decorate each tree individually. And I'm not particular about how the tree really looks. I just love like the lights. I love the spirit of it all. And that's more it. I want to say like I am a spirit of Christmas person. You share that spirit because your love of Christmas is transferred to me. So I feel like you're just Christmas joy. That's what you are. So I get it. I'm glad that everyone gets part of the Danita joy this Christmas. Because you also do not like Christmas. (laughs) I also do not like Christmas. And I also made a no pants stance and stopped buying jeans at some point in my life. Also, for some odd reason, and I didn't want to mention it before, but it was like uh, for five years, I, I was like, no more jeans. I donated my pants. I donated all my pants. I did this in the summer. I'm like, I'm donating them all because like, I don't need them. No pants. And now that we're here, <laughs> it's getting cold. And I've been wearing around like cropped pants, <laughs> big socks because I have no pants. So I went shopping. The whole point of this story is I went shopping and I bought some pants. Yeah. And they're very chic. I told you as soon as I saw you, I said, I liked your outfit. You then stood up and showed me your pants. Well, because I was excited. I bought pants. That's just how things change. But what I was going to say, where I'm going with this one, the reason why I'm like, okay, I need pants. And then I'm like, do I need a toque? Like, what do I need? And I walked into the coffee shop the other day. Every single person had the Kelowna look on. Some sort of toque. Okay, need a toque. And for those that are not from Canada, a toque is a soft hat. Or a winter hat. And then some sort of button-up <laughs> fleece situation. Is it plaid or flannel or is it just fleece? It's either. Generally, it's a neutral color, like beige, cream, pale pink, or a plaid. 
jeans and some sort of Chelsea boot, a chic city boot. So I went and bought the jeans and then I went next door to the coffee shop and I walked in and I was like, wow, everyone looks the same. Do I look the same? (laughs) Have I got the Kelowna look? The intensity in that moment after I bought the pants and realized, okay, now I'm going to have to adopt some Canadian winter wear. What's it going to look like? And you're just thinking about like your identity as you're shopping. You're like, okay, what do I want to look like as I'm doing this? What am I trying to express? All this type of stuff. It made me think about wanting to belong versus needing to belong. I love this. Do I want to belong and wear the same stuff and feel connected to everyone else, all lumberjacky or whatever? Or is this like my need? Like I need to really fit into this look so that I don't stand out, so that I like belong to this. So I sat down for a minute and I'm like, okay, yes, there are like, I want to belong to the community. I want to feel like connected (laughs) and like affiliated with them. But do I need to look this way in order to connect with people and have this community? The answer is no. I will say, though, when I wear my like linen cotton summer pant around last week, it was like, what are you doing, lady? (laughs) What's happening here? We haven't seen linen for quite some time and (laughs) it's made an appearance. Could you tell the the people giving you the look at the linen? What is happening? Jen, I think they respected my own individual expression. I didn't feel like I couldn't wear the linen pant, except for the fact that it was close to negative temperatures. And it wasn't practical. It wasn't practical, but you still felt you were part of the community. (laughs) Yes. So I didn't need the beanie, the jacket the pant. I like the look, but I didn't need it in order to feel connected and be a part of the community. I think this just really goes like, it's a question that we have to ask ourselves often in different situations that we go. And especially when you're entering new connections and relationships is, do I need this or do I want this? And when you need this, your need is so deeply rooted inside of you for like socialization and cooperation and all of this stuff. But when it goes stronger than like a want and a realization of that basic human connection. Where does it come from? Where? Tell us, do you need to tell us? (laughs) Tell us, tell us, where does it come from? I'm going to say the biggest one that where it comes from is if you were going to go connected to core wounds, it is rejection. And when you say it, it's like, okay, obviously I don't want to be rejected because of my clothes. And it happens all of the time. People are rejected because of their clothes. A lot of people, like when they were kids, their parents couldn't afford brand names. As they grew older and then created their own financial situation, they attribute success to the clothes that they wear or the brands that they wear. There's one, like rejection. They were rejected by their peers when they were young because they couldn't afford the brand names or that's how they felt about themselves. Like that's the other part. Were they actually rejected or Did they feel that within them? There's probably both. That also leans towards a scarcity mindset. That's another part of it, but that scarcity mindset came from rejection in that instance. These are just some examples of like why you're wanting to belong. Rejection is one of them. 
And this is also interesting because when you talk about core wounds and like deep rooted psychological reasons, like this is why branding and marketing and brands exist and know how to sell and what core wounds perhaps to like dig at in order to have the response of someone to buy said item from said fashion house, right? Like there's so much that goes into it because otherwise people are not going to buy this $10,000 purse. There's so much more to it. And I mean, it even goes into, it's like, there's a fear of rejection. There's also shame and embarrassment. You're ashamed. You're embarrassed that, you know, your family can't afford the clothes for you. And as much as you might not know that that's what you're feeling. And even as an adult, you might not know that you felt embarrassment. You might actually be like, you know, my mom worked her ass off. Like she worked super hard. She worked two jobs. She gave me the best life that she could possibly give me. She was amazing. But within you, there might live the embarrassment of the fact that while she did all of this, there was also you feeling this embarrassment over on this other side. You try not to acknowledge that because it makes you feel bad to say like, I'm embarrassed or I'm ashamed. The whole point of this one is how like we can lose our identity to the need to belong. Who are we really? That is the question. Who are we really? And what are we acting on because of a core wound or because of some experience that happened in our life that triggered us in some way that we now need to belong to some group on some level so that we're proving to ourselves that we belong. And are we giving up part of ourselves that we know exists because of this need or because of this core wound that we haven't dealt with? Right. We're setting that part of our identity aside because the other is more, I don't want to say it's more important, but it's having more of an impact on our reactions and who we are acting as rather than what we truly feel and truly believe. That's enough on wanting to belong. In no way is this conversation meant to say, don't buy pants, like take the no pants stance. The conversation is really, truly for you to take a moment, look at yourself and saying, okay, how come I'm doing this? And be honest with yourself. Just be honest. Because if it is because of embarrassment, well, that's what it is. Or if it is because you want to belong, well, that's what it is. And then it's up to you from that time to say, I'm happy in this space. Or what would it be like if I didn't need that? Thank you, Danita. I love the other side. (laughs) (laughs) So do I. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.